the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's 106 on this Thursday. It's not your imagination. It's definitely a uh, tropical storm headed our way. With some heavy rain, as you just heard in the forecast, sounds tomorrow is going to be a very, very uh, heavy rain day. This part of the program, folks, is brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember what we say, when your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Do you have an appliance that's not working properly? Call Ryan, 401-710-7096. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances, whether it's a washer or dryer, or maybe you're dishwasher, or maybe your refrigerator. Maybe the uh, ice maker's not working properly. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances. And Saturday appointments are available. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. And senior citizens discounts are available as well. When your appliance is dying... Just call Ryan, Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. So, folks, just to, as you just heard in the forecast, so the weather is, um, it's it's going to be heavy, heavy rain and then wind. Uh, hopefully, no power outages because it's certainly uh, very sticky out. And uh, I feel bad. This is not the greatest vacation weather. But one thing that is certainly happening is the, it's not your imagination, the price of gas. I want to play. This is Senator Bill Haggerty. The average person has seen price of the pumps rise more than 50% since Biden has come into office. That's a tax. You know, that's a good point. That is a tax basically on the middle class. about the posture that the administration has taken uh, against fossil fuels. The prices at the pumps today have gone up significantly. I'm from Tennessee. We commute in our state. And the average person is seeing prices at the pumps rise more than 50% since the Biden administration has come into office. This is a tax on our middle class. It's a tax felt by all. And it's going to create great economic pain, even if it's not included in the CPI. Every good's got to be transported in America. This has inflationary impacts that go well beyond the immediate uh, uh, strategy, I think, to make fossil fuels less desirable and, and, and create a, an economic subsidy for, for, for alternative fuel. So I'm for all of the above in terms of energy strategy. I'm pleased to be from a state like Tennessee that has a great background in nuclear energy. And, and I look forward to talking more about Oak Ridge National Lab when I come back to questions. You know, he that raises a very good point. Folks, I mean, all, all they're doing is taking more of your money. It, it depends on how it's going to, how much it's going to cost you to get somewhere. But they're, they're still just... They're still just taking your money. So now I'm also seeing there's a development here that NBC 10 reports agents from FBI and local law enforcement searched a farm property in Coventry early this morning. FBI law enforcement conducting court authorized activity connection with an ongoing federal investigation. Statement said the investigation was ongoing. FBI could not release any details. People in hazmat gear were seen going in and out of the house on the Plainfield Pike property called Timberstone Farm. The FBI said there was no threat to public safety. Unmarked SUVs lined the road. NBC10 learned that uh, Beard Properties owns the land and the owner, Mike Beard, Oh, wow. Is the well-known owner of Mike's Professional Tree Service in Coventry. Well, listen, I've met that guy. He is shaky. He is very, very sketchy. So, I think we have sound of this. I met with this guy. There's something wrong with him. Good. I'm glad the FBI is finally catching up to him. Let me play this again. used to hear some of his... Commercials. Mike, professional tree service. I met with this guy one time. I raided a farm in Coventry. Good. Quite a stir this morning. NBC 10's Christina Vitale was on the scene all morning, and she has the latest now. Investigators aren't telling us much about what is going on here, but as of now, some FBI personnel are still lingering here. This morning around 8.30, this whole street was lined with unmarked SUVs. I saw workers in hazmat suits focusing on this house here, gathering evidence, coming in and out of the home. But let's show you what the scene looked like a bit earlier. 
Next door to this house is a red barn where members of the FBI were going in and out of holding bags and searching the property. But we know so far this property is called Timberstone Farm. It sits on over 17 acres and has multiple structures on the property. We learned Beard Properties owns this land and the owner, Mike Beard, is also a well-known business owner of the local Mike's Professional Tree Service in Coventry. We reached out to the FBI who tell us this investigation is ongoing, but they aren't providing any more details at this time, but they do confirm there is no threat to the public safety. Live here in Coventry, Christina Vitale, NBC 10 News. You know, very good report. I'm not that familiar with that reporter, but I, I'm telling you, I've met with that guy. There's something very sketchy about him. All right, let's go to the Bristol Warren School District. The Jewish Alliance, Greater Rhode Island, hold a press conference. Talking about that the, they're starting school the first day of Rosh Hashanah, one of the holiest days in the Jewish religion. Folks, this is anti-Semitism, is what this is. But see, this is the wokeness of the left, that they don't care about this stuff. Back on the agenda for the next school committee I went to that school committee meeting via Zoom. Um, I made some public comments, but when the item on the agenda came up, the school committee voted five to four. They're still going to have uh, starting school on that day. So people are uh, legitimately, and I understand it, upset about this. Now, critical race theory. Now, as I've been saying, and I talked about it a little bit earlier, but you have that the unions, the teachers unions, they are fully vested with critical race theory. This is American Federation teacher president Randy Weingarten. Now, AFT is Woonsocket, it's Providence, it's Warwick, it's Cranston. So they're jumping in fully with critical race theory. Rainy Weingarten, she was in town not that long ago because of the Providence school contract. Let's hear her um, trying to say about bullying teachers and teaching it, how important it is to uh, teach people. Here critical it is. race theory is not taught in elementary schools or middle schools Lie. or high schools. Not true. It's a method of examination taught in law school and in college that helps analyze whether systemic racism exists and in particular whether it has an effect on law and public policy. But cultural warriors are labeling any discussion of race, racism, or discrimination, SCRT, to try to make it toxic. They are bullying teachers and trying to stop us from teaching students accurate history. That is completely a lie. Completely false. Not that we should be surprised that she's lying. You know, there's an old expression, how do you know that the head of the teacher union, Weingarten, is lying. I remember reading it in the Wall Street Journal because her lips are moving. Parents didn't ask to be thrown into the trenches, the American culture war. NEA held its annual meeting. They're the ones that want to bring it in. They're the ones. Critical race theory. And again, folks, at 114, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. Neo-Marxist ideology, pervasive higher education, teach persons defined by all else, race, gender, sexual orientation. And that basically all institutions of learning are dominated by white supremacy. So what you do is you immediately tell any young person of color you are a victim. The system is rigged against you. White people are racist. You will never succeed. Now, they also want to join in with Black Lives Matter. They want to hold rallies on George Floyd's birthday. They also, uh, as you know, in kindergarten, no more boys and girls. There's no such thing as gender. This is what they want to teach your children and grandchildren. Children decide their gender. How about saying to a little eight-year-old boy, you know, when you grow up, you may want to be a little girl. You may want to be a girl. How do you think that played with uh, how he was treated on the bus on the way home? There's a little girl that's good at sports. And then with critical race theory, folks, these are the teachers unions. Imagine telling a little nine-year-old girl, you know, when you're older, if you want, you could be a boy. 
See, you're good at basketball, so maybe you're really a boy. We're not going to call you a girl anymore. But I want to be a girl. Well, you're not. No, you picked. You're, you're binary. You're uh, non-binary. Nope. Listen, and little boys and girls, you decide. You know, do you like a little boy or do you like a little girl? And then they see, you know, two little cute first graders and their best friends and they hold hands. And then with critical race theory, this is what the unions want to teach our children and grandchildren. Saying, you know, the two of you, you're probably, you know, you're you're probably going to just be involved with the same sex relationship. See, you're a little girl. The fact you're holding hands with your friend, you like little girls. And she said, yeah, I like. I love this little, you know, she's my best friend. No, no, you, see, you, you only like girls. You don't like men. She's like, no, I, I don't like boys. They're Ricky. Well, see, that's the way it's going to be. Ah, uh, and the other little girl says, well, no, I, someday when I get older, I want to get married like mommy and daddy and have children. No, no, no. You're in a same sex relationship. Nope. You will never be married to a man. You don't need men. All you need is your other little girlfriend over there. Folks, this is what they want to teach you. Well, not you, but your children. So destructive, so confusing to children. But make no mistake about it, the teachers unions are going all in on critical race theory. And she likened the backlash that Randy Weingarten you just heard. Again, Wall Street Journal to historical revisionism in the Soviet Union. No one is opposed to teaching about America's difficult racial history, including the evils of slavery and Jim Crow. What parents are awakening to, though, is that their children are being told the lie that America's made little or no racial progress. Therefore, its legal, economic, and political systems must be turned upside down. Weingarten must have in mind those Soviets, Lowney County, Virginia, where five families sued last month over school district policies and practices rooted in critical race theory. The families claim the administrators chilled speech discriminated against non-minority students. Watch for similar suits elsewhere. The unions are upset because parental pushback threatened their control, control over instructions in schools. That's what it's about. Let's be very clear that that's what it's about. The Wall Street Journal also writes, you know, the NEA... Teachers Union and the AFD, they used to be all about, um, you know, as far as uh, our teachers getting like certain perks and days off and pay and union dues and uh, pensions. And No, not now. They've strayed from the original mission, fighting for better pay and pensions. Now they're the total culture warriors powerful wing of the Democrat Party and with President Biden and his wife, Jill Biden, they have very powerful allies. So that's what they want to move on to. Folks, and you hear this, I hear this, by the way, you're hearing it more and more from people of color. The American system is ruined. It's destroyed. It's built on racism. The um, a lot of the progressives at the state house, they like to say that. We have to, that's why they say, burn down the system. America's made, made no progress, no progress at all. We need to burn down the system. Now, CNN is kind of like the, they're totally on board. Kind of the way, the way Tara Granihan was unfairly critical of parents and attacking Nicole Solis, kind of carrying the water for the teachers union, CNN's doing the same thing. This is a piece that CNN did where they, they mock parents that say, you know, I'm uncomfortable with exactly what they're teaching children in schools. So it is, um, let me play a little bit of the CNN piece. Teachers union is vowing to defend educators who get in trouble for teaching, quote, honest history. In a speech Tuesday, Randy Weingarten, president of the American Federation of Teachers, addressed the controversy surrounding critical race theory, which examines U.S. history through the lens of systemic racism. Republican politicians have been framing this theory as a threat to American children, and legislators in more than 12 states have proposed bills to ban it. 
Weingarten says her union is prepared to stand up for any member who is punished for teaching lessons on race and racism. CNN's Ellie Reeves spoke with a teacher who uses critical race theory and looked at how backlash to this framework has exploded. So Ellie, do these vocal opponents of critical race theory actually understand fully what it is? No. And why should they? It's an academic theory mostly taught at the grad student level. But what they think it means is teaching white kids that all white people are bad and racist. And so, of course, they're afraid of that. There are thousands of parents all over the U.S. of all races who have been speaking out against CRT, and rightfully so. Yep. These are my babies. Not yours. If you are embarrassed or ashamed of your skin color, that's your issue, not mine nor my children. This is a school board meeting in a suburb of Philadelphia where a small group of very vocal parents are speaking out against critical race theory, or CRT. We do not want our children to be taught that America is systemically racist. 600,000 people died in the Civil War to end racism and slavery. Don't rewrite factual history or indoctrinate. Just present the facts. In the wake of protests of the murder of George Floyd, Republican politicians have been hyping critical race theory as a threat to the impressionable minds of America's children. Critical race theory says every white person is a racist. That's right. Critical race theory says America is fundamentally racist and irredeemably racist. In more than 12 states, legislators have proposed bills to ban CRT. We wanted to meet the actual people working with actual kids in actual schools. So we talked to Keziah Ridgeway, who teaches high school African-American history and discusses CRT in her anthropology class. Can I just start with a very simple, what is critical race theory? Yes. Critical race theory is not being taught in schools. It is a theory, it is a lens by which to view history and the way that law and race kind of overlaps and connects in society. Can it influence the way that some teachers teach? Uh, yeah, but that's a good thing, right? Because race and racism is literally the building box of this country. So how can you not talk about it? Critical race theory is an academic framework that says racial inequality is perpetuated by the racism embedded in America's laws, not by individual bigotry. But relentless propaganda from some conservatives has created a panic that white people, and especially white children, are under attack. Critical race theory is basically teaching people to hate our country. Schools right. are embracing this ideology and forcing white students and white teachers to be ashamed of their own skin color. It's not critical race theory. It's racism. These are systemic things. Ignoring it perpetuates the problem. By acknowledging it, we can find solutions and we can address the problems and the inequality that exists in our country. And so I think teaching it this way actually does the opposite of what these people say it does. Are you teaching children to hate America? No, I'm teaching children What's to gonna answer that? And that's what makes a good patriot. Don't force on our kids a particular worldview. Taking a white brush and painting this country as structurally racist, it's insane. Why do you insane, though? I mean, it's just a lie. Last year, Alana Fishbein says she received an email from her kids' school that students would be learning more about the role of race in American society. She thought the materials were racist, so she pulled her kids out of public school. Then she created an advocacy group, No Left Turn in Education, to draw attention to her claims that CRT is poisoning young minds. This isn't just in history. In the 90s, the crime bill gave much more severe sentencing to crack cocaine versus powder cocaine simply because black people were perceived as doing crack cocaine and white people. Ask, ask Biden why he did that. That's a great question. Wait, but this Joe Biden, I think, is a perfect illustration, right? Joe Biden would present himself as a nice guy who would never have a racist bone in his body, yet he participated in creating these laws that have a structural effect of affecting black people more than white people. But we don't have them now. People affected by that law are still alive. We're talking about something entirely different now. This is my taxpayer's money. I don't want it to go to indoctrinate kids that then are going to hate my kids because of the color of their skin and attack them because of the color of the skin. What happened in the summer, it twisted the minds of all kids. My kids can be attacked by Antifa kids or BLM kids that are not black. 
God wants like my kids. But they are believing, they were indoctrinated. And they internalize this philosophy. Were your children beat up by Antifa kids? I beg your pardon? Were your children beat up by Antifa kids? I'm talking, it's going to happen if we're not going to stop it. But we are going to stop it. We are. We are the great majority of this country. Anti-CRT propaganda is drawing big crowds. Of course I'm against pitiful race theory. More than 100 people showed up at this diner near Baltimore, where local Republican groups held a panel on school COVID shutdowns and CRT. What is critical race theory? Uh, critical race theory is the idea that's taught to uh, our nation's youth that the way that you're born uh, contributes to the amount of success that you can achieve in this country. It basically states that white people are born with everything, yep. not white. That's right. With nothing. Can you name any critical race theory scholars. Oh, God. Probably not. She is so condescending. You know, this is, talk about uh, Ellie Reeve mocked the parents. Oh, totally condescending tone. Folks, again, good afternoon. I know that was a little lengthy, but this is something to be on guard. It's also kind of comical to me that you have members of the media just within the last month completely. Does anyone know what it is? I've never heard of critical race. How can you not? I mean, it is it's it hasn't been around forever, but it's certainly gaining steam and it is becoming more powerful without question. Now, folks, it's Thursday. The rain is not coming down until later, which means right now. You have a chance and an opportunity to ride over to It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, and see Marie. You know that building. It's the old white church right diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. It's My Health. Pop it and see her. And there's vitamins and herbal remedies from trusted companies and local products like Icee uh, or honey or maple syrup. What I love about the ICE, or you can also pronounce it acai berry, but that is an incredible antioxidant. You just need one shot of the day and it keeps you nice and healthy. Over 250 bulk herbs, teas and spices, hemp and CBD products. It's my health. Or maybe you'd like to have a nice massage or reflexology. They have it all. Stop and see Marie. You can find her on Facebook or call her at 401-305-3585. It's my health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. So, folks, again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. We have um, definitely some uh, stormy weather headed our way. And tomorrow seems like it's going to be a real washout. Now, I also want to follow up on Tucker Carlson on uh, Fox News Channel gave us more information that the NSA was going into his emails and spying on him, apparently because he, he was trying to land an interview with Putin. So let's hear a little bit of uh, this was, I believe, Tucker last night. Just don't call it spying. But it's not normal at all. It is third world. And as we told you repeatedly, it did happen. Now that has been confirmed. Yesterday, we learned that sources in the so-called intelligence community told at least one reporter in Washington what was in those emails, my emails. There was nothing scandalous in there, thank God. We're happy to report that. Late this spring, I contacted a couple of people I thought could help get us an interview with Russian President Vladimir Putin. I told nobody I was doing this other than my executive producer, Justin Wells. I wasn't embarrassed about trying to interview Putin. He's obviously newsworthy. I'm an American citizen. I can interview anyone I want, and I plan to. But still, in this case, I decided to keep it quiet. I figured that any kind of publicity would rattle the Russians and make the interview less likely to happen. But the Biden administration found out anyway by reading my emails. I learned from a whistleblower that the NSA planned to leak the contents of those emails to media outlets. Why would they do that? Well, the point, of course, was to paint me as a disloyal American, a Russian operative, been called that before, a stooge of the Kremlin, a traitor doing the bidding of a foreign adversary. And of course, I'm the, hardly the only person who has been accused of those things in the last several years. We've seen this movie several times now. 
At the same moment the communist Chinese government increases its already stunning level of control over this country, our leaders prattle on about the threat of Vladimir Putin. He's an evildoer, they tell us, a totalitarian dictator. Vladimir Putin does things that no American leader would even consider. He runs domestic disinformation campaigns. He lies to the public. He punishes people for opposing him or for believing the wrong things. He even uses intelligence agencies to spy on his own citizens, beyond the pale stuff. So no decent American would interview Vladimir Putin, at least no reporter from Fox News. That was the point they wanted to make. That's why they planned to leak the contents of my emails to news organizations. And yesterday, as noted, we learned they actually did it. Even now, some of the media are claiming that we deserve this. Emailing with people who know Putin, are you? Of course the NSA is watching you. That's what you get. Think how disgraceful that is, folks. But I'm not surprised. You know, as I've said, um, Tucker Carlson is, he is a force. That show, without question, is a force. Let's go to um, last night on Newsmax. Marjorie Taylor Greene on with Greg Kelly. Talking about January 6th. Let me hear this. You have written a letter to the FBI and I believe to the Capitol Police. I'd like to put it up on the screen. You've noticed this discrepancy. Uh, You write, it is abundantly clear that there is a two-track justice system in the United States. Denial of due process rights for Trump supporters who were at the Capitol on January 6th. And catch and release treatment for Black Lives Matter BLM and anti-fascist domestic terrorists. Wow. There totally is, and I'm so glad that you have raised this issue any response so far i haven't gotten a response back yet and i very much look forward to one and they owe answers you see what's happened to these people like the man you showed on the screen just a few minutes ago these people have been arrested they've been charged and they've been held in jail for up to 22 to 24 hours solitary confinement every single day they're not allowed to get out on bond they don't get to go back to their families They don't get treated like radical domestic terrorists, Antifa and BLM, who just got released after they've been charged, or who had members of Congress or a candidate that was running for vice president and who is now our vice president sharing bail bond links to get them out of jail. No, these people are treated like political prisoners. They have been charged. They deserve their day in court, and we we definitely want our justice system to do the job. But the way they're being treated is absolutely wrong. And this isn't who we are as Americans. We can't allow this to happen. And even senators, Democrat senators, have spoken out against it. So this is something that I'm definitely keeping track of because the hypocrisy is screaming. Congress and Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats only care about how they were treated on January 6th, but they care nothing about Americans and the riots that occurred for a whole entire year going back. And you and I haven't talked yet, I believe, about Ashley Babbitt. Uh, I have noticed that some Republicans are reticent on this issue. All Democrats don't want to talk about it. I believe that this is an outrage. It happened before our eyes. I'm glad that the president, President Trump, is talking about it. We have so many questions, so few answers. Um, what are your thoughts, please, about Ashley Babbitt? Sometimes, somehow, I, she, you two, I think, would have been friends. I'm sure we would have. She seems like she was a very passionate patriot and a very proud Trump supporter, which I really appreciate that. And she was also a veteran. So I'm thankful for her service to the country. I've already been speaking about Ashley Babbitt. I've also um, met with her attorneys as well. And I think it's very important for her family to know who killed her, because if they if this country can demand justice for someone like George Floyd, then we can certainly demand justice for Ashley Babbitt. And everyone deserves to know who killed her. Not just seeing a gun and a hand on a video clip, but we need to know who it is. And and this is also why I've, you know, I've been against the January 6th commission and the committee that Nancy Pelosi wants to carry forward. She just wants a witch hunt. But I'm more than willing to serve on that committee to stand up for, uh, for President Trump, for all Republicans in Congress, and to stop the witch hunt but also to demand answers like Ashley Babbitt, who killed her and for her family. Folks, that is uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Now, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Um, Boy, she is a force, regardless of what people say about her. And I know there's a lot of criticism of her. But, boy, she is a force. And she can raise money like you can't even imagine. How about in the last quarter... 
she raised, I think, $3.2 million. And I'll, I'll check that number. It, oh, second only to Kevin McCarthy, who's the speaker in waiting. And just to put that in perspective, like David Cicilline raised 600000 So Marjorie Taylor Greene, she, um, and she gets... She gets donations, uh, you know, from all over the all over the country. And as much as a lot, she's obviously like mocked um, by a lot of the other side. You you just that that is uh, that is no small number that also shows, you know, one great thing about. Yeah. Incredible Hall. (laughs) That is uh, she raised more than three million in the first quarter of 2021. Now, I guess the, the new numbers should be out uh, sometime soon, right? AOC raised seven hundred twenty-eight thousand. David Cicilline, I think he raised six hundred thousand in the quarter. Uh, Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor Greene raised more than three million. They can try to run someone against her. Good luck. She's going to have a war chest of like 10 million. Um, you know, it, it, it's too bad that Rhode Island is, we have such a, uh, it's so wasted with, with Langevin as the congressman. I mean, Cicilline's bad enough, but at the very least, if there could be a Republican, just someone to rally around folks, it's not a puppet, just someone that we could say they represent represent us in dc i think we'd all feel better and then you think back like think how great it was when scott brown was in the senate folks again good afternoon it's 138 you're listening to the john DePetro show on am 1380 99.9 fm you can always listen online at the website which is dipetro.com it's thursday it's july 8th it's not your imagination it uh you can feel outside there's definitely some some uh, stormy weather headed our way. A lot of rain, as you heard, is also headed our way. And, folks, they could be power outages. With all these trees um, that have, you know, all the leaves and branches on them, you want to be careful of some power outages because there certainly could be a lot of them. And it is, it is without question, it is, it is the big story. So this is the tropical storm coming up the coast. But when they're talking about tropical storm warning head of... Elsa, when they're talking one to three inches of rain, that's um, that's a lot of rain. And so um, it is without question. But but the it's one thing to get a lot of rain and say, OK, so it's not a day to be outside and, and we'll get organized or whatever you're going to do. But the problem becomes if you lose power, there's nothing worse than losing power. So we can't stop the weather that's going to be coming. And there's a tropical storm warning, but what we, what you do want to be careful of is just if, in fact, there's a chance that you could end up losing power. So, you know, first they were saying the rain was going to hit this afternoon around 4 or 5 o'clock. And the latest I'm seeing now is going to be after midnight. So at least it's dry through the afternoon. And then tomorrow looks like a complete washout. And I'm not sure when it leaves here. Um on Saturday. I'm not not sure about that. But definitely tomorrow is just a complete full rain day. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show, I highly encourage you, number one, to visit the website. But maybe you're listening right now. If you've been thinking about Central Air, call J.K.L. Engineering today, 401-351-7600. 401-351-7600. J.K.L. Engineering with J.K.L. Central Air is more affordable than you think. Estimates are free. Financing is available. Call J.K.L. Engineering at 401-351-7600. Central Air for your home is a game changer. Wherever you're listing right now, it's 140. And maybe you're listing on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. But J.K.L., they're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. So whether you're listing in... Bellingham or Franklin or Attleboro or Rentham, or maybe you are listing in Smithfield 
or Johnston or Cumberland, call JKL. Are you having a problem with your cooling system? You are? Maybe it's just not working as efficiently as it could. Call JKL, 401-351-7600, 401-351-7600, JKL. Estimates are free. Financing is available. They do it right. They do it right the first time. JKL Engineering, 401-351-7600. Now, folks, remember, if you ever miss any portion of the show, you just go to the website, petro.com and then you can um, click on radio show, and then it will pull up uh, right there in library fashion are all of all the different hours posted it's terrific it's it's what you call listing on demand but it's all right there and it's at the website uh depetro.com so this is going to be a drag tomorrow with um the weather now i'm also seeing michael avenatti is arriving as we speak manhattan federal court sentence for trying to shake down nike for more than 20 million. He was all over CNN. He was, now he's going to get sentenced. What a creep. He was then ripping off his clients. He was the attorney for Stormy Daniels. He was on CNN nonstop and even thought about running for president. So the media is right up in his face. He's not saying anything. He's got his mask on. Going into court. Going up the courthouse steps. Ideally, he'll have the raincoat over his head when he's um, when he's uh, coming when he's coming back down from there. So now let's go to uh, the White House. Jen Psaki, in regards to community-based vaccination programs, press secretary of the White House Jen Psaki says when people are critical, it's a really a disservice to the country. Let's hear that. Missouri's governor is saying he doesn't want that. The Republican lawmakers saying basically stay off our lawns. Can you say who is doing the door knocking and where? Sure. Well, let me first say that this has been ongoing since April. And the best people to talk about vaccinations are local trusted messengers, doctors, faith leaders, community leaders. Do you have something, April, you want to share with the group? (laughs) Okay. Um, So... Those are the people who are the trusted messengers um, around the country. And we believe that we need to empower these individuals to continue to work in communities uh, to uh, make sure people know uh, that these vaccines are safe, that they can save lives. And so these are grassroots voices uh, across the country. They are not members of the government. They are not federal government employees. Uh, They are volunteers. They are clergy. They are trusted voices in communities who are playing this role and door knocking. And this is one of the tactics that we've used over the last couple of months, but we've seen, so it's not the only factor, but I would say that we've seen in some states, Alabama, the adult vaccination rate increased by 3.9%. 149,000 additional adults got their first dose in June. In Florida, the adult vaccination rate increased by 4.4%. In Georgia, the adult vaccination rate increased by 3.5%. So in our view, this is a this is a way to engage and empower local activists, uh, trust members of the community. Is it, is it working? And who are, who are these volunteers reaching other than safe shut-ins? Because people don't even have to get off their couches to see who's at their door these days. Well, uh, I, that's fair. Depending on the technology in your house, I guess, I suppose. Um, but I think what's important for people to know, and I appreciate you asking the question, is that the federal government does not have a database of who's been vaccinated. So, folks, that is the White House. And, again, good afternoon. Right now it's 145 on this Thursday. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, this is my position and take on this whole thing. So the COVID numbers are going up. The COVID numbers in certain areas are spiking up, they think, because of the 4th of July. So wherever you can hear my voice right now, if you don't want to get vaccinated... No one is going to force you to get vaccinated. People are coming down with COVID. People are ending up in the hospital with COVID. People are dying 
dying of COVID. How about in Haiti, where they assassinated the head of the country? Do you know there's no vaccine in Haiti? So they are getting, um, they're really getting hit hard. Very hitting, getting hit very, very hard by COVID. My point is, if you don't want to get it, then no one's going to force you. But just know what the risk is. Know what's out there. Know what the fact that there's there are plenty of people. It is safe. Uh, but I, no one is going to force you to that I'm aware of that's to get the vaccination. But just, I don't want to hear anyone say, I thought it was a hoax. I don't want to hear anyone say, you know, I just didn't think it was real and blah, blah, blah. I mean, you do not have to get it. But just know that people are still coming down with it. People are ending up in the hospital. And at this fall and winter, it's definitely going to speak us, uh, spike up. We're also finding out, by the way, that... A lot of people that are getting the the variant, that they're getting some form of it, but it's just not as bad because they've been vaccinated. I don't know if you've noticed, but there's there's a lot of people that are coughing, and there are a lot of people that have mild symptoms of it. They now believe that, once again, those people have COVID, but because they were vaccinated, it's just not affecting them uh, as badly as it's not putting them in the hospital, is what I mean. But um, but it is it is definitely still out there. But this fall, winter, watch. There's going to be people that you know. Right now, it's 147. It's Thursday. Listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. This fall and winter, people, you, you're going to know someone that's going to end up in the hospital with COVID. You're going to know someone that's going to die from COVID. I know people that died from COVID. They're choosing not to get the vaccine. There should be no, I didn't know. There should be no, boy, that, listen, you know what people say? They're going to say, boy, that's too bad. Well, that's too bad. Uh, they died of COVID. Well, that's too bad. Yeah, that's too bad. It is too bad. It's going to be too bad. All right. Biden administration. I'll tell you, the high gas prices, uh, it is a problem. I want to hear on this. The don't bear a burden at the pump continues to be a top priority for the administration writ large. You know, the fact that they they don't care that you're paying high gas prices. They don't care that we're all everybody now. It, it hurts business. It hurts the economy. It absolutely hurts the economy. Because the money's going somewhere. And if people are spending it at the gas pump, they're not spending it. They're not going to go out to dinner. Certain things start to get cut. Right now, everyone's playing catch up because of COVID. People are going out pretty frequently. But pretty pretty soon, people will then just say, I need to cut back. I need to cut back. Maybe we're not going to go out. And, and it's going to, every time... When you have high gas prices, it takes a hit on the economy. It gives the economy a hit without question. So if, in fact, the Biden administration, what what I think is ridiculous, which is why this whole business of getting us off fossil fuel, um, trying to raise gas prices to get people to go off that is not going to it's not going to work. There's no reason for it. It's not business friendly. But to think that somehow that that's not going to have an impact on the economy is is completely wrong. Absolutely wrong. Folks, I want to once again um, encourage you, check out on the website to Petro.com where we have um, Brother Gary of Black Lives Matter with the comment. Now, tomorrow, the rise of uh, moors they're going to be back in court as a matter of fact they're going to be back in court tomorrow let me just check some of the i know there's some of the news about the um mayor alorza and governor mckee are battling a little bit right now because of the charter school alorza mckee sparrow decision to move charter school in providence i'll play this piece channel 10 had a story on it um i i don't 
uh, it's an unknown a little bit. I think if if the mayor of Providence is trying to paint Governor McKee a certain way, who's known for the mayoral economy academies, I think he's going to fail. But let me hear the uh, Channel 12 piece on this a little bit. level of decisions far beneath the governor. Again, he knew about this a long time ago and did nothing. The only thing that changed is that just recently, uh, the uh, Providence Teachers Union made him aware of that. And so he decided at the 11th hour to intervene. And again, the state doesn't control what happens in the school buildings. So I can't see any reason why he would get involved other than to do the bidding of the Providence Teachers Union. And the PTU has been... I'm just having a tough time picturing that individual as the next governor. I don't see it. I know that. I know that they feel um, that his team feels. Put him in a primary. All he has to do is win the Democrat primary, and he's going to be in good shape. But I just, I don't, I don't see it. I think um, I agree with those that say I think Governor McKee's actually in a pretty good pretty good position right now well folks good afternoon on this thursday uh, you know this is uh, traditionally one of the biggest vacation weeks of the year and if you're one of those individuals i feel bad because the weather has certainly not cooperated when you think about it i mean the weekend was basically a washout and we have very it could be up to three inches of rain is going to hit tomorrow so without without question And um, I want to remind you that you may need to get, if you need to get your home power washed or your deck or your fence or your garage, contact Jamie's Power Wash today, 401-837-4545, 401-837-4545, Jamie's Power Wash. It's Jay Freitas Construction. Now, you've heard me talk about him. He does handyman services. He does deck staining, professional power washing, deck staining. Call them at 401-837-4545 or the website. He's also on Facebook. Jamie'spowerwash.com is the website or he's also on Facebook. Jamie'spowerwash.com. What a difference with the before and after. 401-837-4545. Tomorrow, starting tomorrow, there's going to be heavy, heavy rain There's going to be hydroplaning. And just a reminder about West Fountain Auto Body. If you find yourself in an accident, maybe tomorrow people forget how to drive when there's an accident. Call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. 401-272-3340. West Fountain Auto Body. Call Kenny. They will repair your vehicle to showroom-like condition. You can depend on West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Did someone hit your vehicle? They did. Call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Visit DePetro.com. And as you're scrolling on DePetro.com, you can see some of our great sponsors. And I'd like to plug them. Because some of them I want you to be aware of, such as Allstate Lock, experts in locking systems, building security, security cameras. There's a direct link at the website, AllstateLock.com, or call them at 401-349-0042, 401-349-0042, or online at AllstateLock.com. I also want to remind you, this great store. And again, there's a link on the website for it. Surplus Provisions. Now, they have a Facebook page. Body Armor, Ammo, Pepper Spray, Food Storage, Tactical Gear. Folks, stop and see them. Surplus Provisions. Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, one mile from Garden City. This tremendous store. People drive in from Mass, from Connecticut, for Surplus Provisions. Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. Where, again, they have tactical gear, body armor, ammo, pepper spray, food storage, everything you need. And it's also women-friendly, by the way. Tanya is very, very helpful there. It's surplus provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. So, folks, again, I encourage you to visit the website, petro.com. You can see a BLM leader wants more black people with guns. Very, very controversial. Media locally giving them a complete free pass. If that, see, that is 
a double standard. Because if that was a statement made by a white leader or a head of the Trump campaign or elect a white activist or something like that, the media, local media would be all over it. But because it's the leader of Black Lives Matter, they basically completely give him a pass. So, and uh, that was Brother Gary talking to the Providence Journal on that. Folks, also on the website, topetro.com, I want to remind you, if you click on shop, we have some great merchandise in the shop that you're going to love. Uh, whether it is some some show merchandise that you can also pick up. Uh, also, we have the um, Federal Hill Summer Line, remembering Coinomatic at Wells Avenue. When the old man, when the office ran, New England even, uh, Whitey, Bulger, Flemmy, that whole, the Winter Hill gang, they used to be told, hey, the old man wants to see what the office, that meant they had to take the ride to Providence and go see Raymond Patriarca. So Coinomatic, it lives right there on the website. Uh, you just go to thepetro.com and then you just um, go into the shop. And then you can see all the great merchandise. Now, we also have uh, Juan After Dark. We have uh, John DePietro Show mugs and glasses. The water bottle is fantastic. I try out everything. And the water, um, the water bottle is uh, really, really terrific. But the Federal Hill Summer Collection is done very, very well. Just taken off. We also have the Rhode Island Still a Deplorable Shirts. Means you're a Trump supporter. You can buy that. We're going to have Rhode Island backs the blue material coming very, very shortly. Uh, but the, um, the the Federal Hill Summer Collection is uh, is doing very well. Now, we also have the Bailey's Beach Club stuff. That's a little more novelty. But uh, the shop on the website, topetro.com, is becoming more and more popular. Folks, it's also, as you're listening right now, and it's 1.58, it's Thursday afternoon, good afternoon, it's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. So many of you have listened to me for many years, and I appreciate the support. And I hear from people, hey, I want how can I support the show? I want to support the show. Well, you can do it by purchasing merchandise. Then you get something, because obviously that benefits the show. Or if you visit the website, DePietro.com, and then right up at the top, That yellow button is not there for decoration. You can click on the yellow button. You can support the show. Folks, once again, I want to appeal. If you're a business, this is a great way to reach people. Television is too expensive. And newspaper is unfortunately gone by the wayside. Talk radio, live and local, every day is a great, well, weekdays, a great way to reach people. So you log on at depetro.com, no eyes, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, and then you'll see, just contact John. Click on that. It's a direct feed to me, and we put things in motion, or you can visit the shop, or you can learn more about the program, and then you can read all the exclusive stories. So, folks, here's what's going to happen. Coming up is going to be the 2 o'clock news, and then you will hear the John Dion program. Now, I'm back tomorrow at 11. We do Facebook when it warrants it, when there's breaking news. Uh, Just be prepared. A lot of rain coming our way. A lot of rain is going to be moving in tomorrow. Tropical storm warning, tremendous amounts of rain. Careful of your basements and also the gutters. So listen, uh, try to stay dry on this Thursday. It's John DePietro. We're back tomorrow at 11. Stay tuned for the 2 o'clock news and then the John Dion program on AM 1380.